Blog Talk Radio. Entertainment Life on the Sasha Marina Show, a show about the entertainment and music industry, where you get to hear from the top and up-and-coming stars, from amateurs to professionals. They're all just working hard for success. This show is to give those the opportunity to speak about their talents and what they're doing to succeed in their dreams. And now, here's your host, Sasha Marina. Hola, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Um, that song that you just heard is called Nada, or uh, China, China, sorry. Um, 
There's a pretty, pretty cool girl. If you don't know Sheena, she has, like, a very um, unique style, not only in her uh, music, but mostly in her, the way she carries herself as an artist, her her choice of, of attire, her whole style. I should just pretty much call it her fashion. It's it's a, it's a definitely, she has this somewhat unique Sheena fashion, and um, I don't know, she's, she's pretty cool, and maybe... I don't know, I feel like we kind of have to talk to her more so she can sort of explain how Sheena just brings, like, this other flavor of in between her looks and music. It's, it's, it's really quite creative. So I don't know if you guys would, would understand what I'm saying, if you, perhaps if you don't know Sheena, but if you don't, you should probably look her up. And uh, But without further ado, I'm going to have her on the line. Hey, Sheena, how are you? I'm doing fine in yourself. I'm good, thank you very much. So, uh, Sheena, I'd like to thank you for your time for being on the show today. So, like I was telling um, our listeners, describe your your choice of of style, not only in in your choice of fashion, but also like you know, as your style as an artist. Well, my style actually cultivates um, my heritage. You know where I'm from. You know I get my nose ring and my long hair from India. My grandmother's from India. She's Punjabian. And mm-hmm. um, I get my other styles, like more hip-hop-ish and everything like that. You know, I was born in the States, in Lowell, Massachusetts, with Miami when I was one. So various different cultures fit together. And, you know, I, get, I put my bangles, but, you know, at the same time I'll have, like, my hip-hop attire or my shorts or something like that, you know. You know, representing the urban Latin side of hip-hop, you know, in the Latin community. So I just mix in, you know, everywhere that I'm from. I'm half, you know, part Brazilian, part India, and um, part Latin as well. And what makes you want to, like, just rep? Because I know that, like, Indian clothing is very beautiful. The style, uh, everything just about it, it's 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 absolutely beautiful. Um, what, you know, what inside of you just really makes you want to represent that side of your culture? The fact that, you know, Indians, we, we really do stick together. And, you know, that culture has so much to offer, not only in talent, but, you know, when it comes to style and fashion. And what I love about the Indian cultures is that they can be sexy without having, you know, to be so bloody or, you know, mm-hmm. so exposed. They just have a beautiful way of showing everything about a woman, you know, you know, mm-hmm. self-respected women, you know, the fact that, you know, you could be sexy without having to go over the top all the time. And I think that's something that's really needed in today's youth. I mean, everything to me is art. And just the way that they just, you know, dress up and the makeup and everything is so different in itself that it does catch. But from there, I do like to use that, you know, to, you know, let people know who we really are and just really help out that culture because, you know, the country in itself relies on that, relies on the fashion, you know, relies on the music. You know, and they, you know, that's what really has them going and, you know, what people have actually loved about that culture for so many years. And I know that you as a performer, you have a, a particular uh, style of performing, especially with your background dancers. Um, tell me a little bit about that. Why, why that sort of um, look for your background dancers? Because not, my dancers also have to reflect in what I'm trying to uh-huh. show the world. My dancers... Okay. 
are a reflection of me as an artist as well. I can't be one of those artists where, okay, I'm a singer, and then my dancers are just there entertaining people. That's not what I'm about. Yeah. I'm about, you know, bringing a show together and, you know, bringing people into my world of what I think my music is and what my music represents. And I like to give that opportunity and that, you know, that feeling to my dancers as well because, you know, dancers and your backup dancers do reflect who you are as an artist as well. It's not only you as an artist, but you're, you're trying to bring people in and, you know, dressing your dancers up like that, you know, like, you know, it's like wearing a costume, you know, it, it, it puts them into character and lets them get to know who you are as an artist and reflect that to the audience as they dance. So do you choreograph with them as well? Before yes, I do. No, okay. yes, I do. 75% of the shows. Tell me, um, tell me more, I guess, about your performances. I know that you've done a lot of performances down here in the La Florida. Um, I'm not sure if you've done See? some elsewhere, but I know you've done a lot here. You've been on TV. You've been in TN3, you know. Um, what are they? What are they? They're not with Mega. They're with um, Canal 41, correct? America TV. Yes. So you've done, you, you know, you've done that. You've performed at Calle Ocho, which is something very big for every artist down here in South Florida. You know, um, how do you feel that as as an artist and a performer, you've grown from from that like very first time that you decided to do it till now? Well, when I first started being as an artist, um, I really didn't know where my voice was or where I exactly fit in. You know, because you go through such a process to find yourself as an artist. And it was like three years of hard work putting pieces together, a little bit here, a little bit there, you know. I had a great friend named Shiva who happened to be India, you know, southern part, from Dubai, not from Dubai, from from the Caribbean. And, mm -hmm. you know, putting cultures and ideas together just helped me develop as an artist to the point where, you know, now I got to, you know, what I want, who I am, and where I want to go with what I'm saying. So it, it's developed over the years. From the first year I was in Calle Ocho that I was given the opportunity, um, till mm -hmm. now I've actually developed more and more, and I can honestly say my shows become better and better with time. Well, and, you know, you say this is who I am. You know, the, the part Indian part of me, I'm like, this is who I am. You know, I'm Hindu, I'm Brazilian, I'm Latin. And to put everything that into music in itself is even a different rhythm. You know, so I like to be different. I like to be unique, you know, and I like to, I, I don't know. I just, I guess I like to bring my cultures all together. Okay. That's, that's, I guess that's what really brought me to, to your attention. It's just, you know, your whole mixture of of, of, of everything you represent, like you said. So tell yes, me yes. more about your your travels as an artist. Where, like, what other places have you performed in or at, I should say? Well, I performed a few years back um, before the whole Indian thing, you know, that was together. Mm -hmm. I was in Las Vegas, and I performed in okay. the Caesar Palace for one of the Latin okay. Grammy after parties, and it was a great oh, experience. Awesome. The opportunity itself was really, really nice. And that uh -huh. took me to one of those places. That year, I actually went to three different, um, three different states. I went from Miami to Georgia for the hip-hop, you know, the hip-hop award meetings that they had over there. And then from Georgia, I went to, to Las Vegas, you know, did the Latin Grammys there. And then from Las Vegas, I went back to New York. They were having um, an urban uh, an urban Grammy as well that was up and coming, and I was invited, so I went there as well. 
and it's it's okay. certainly to various other locations. Uh, I talk to people that want to bring me to India on a daily basis through WhatsApp Messenger. You know, mm-hmm. it's free, and you can talk. You know, if somebody else has that messenger, they can be anywhere in the world, and you can actually do business. You know, business through it as well. So okay. it's taken me basically almost all over the world: Brazil, India. I've had calls from England. You know, it's taken me pretty far, and I'm actually happy with it. Okay, and about your track, this last track that we, um, the one we opened with, um, Nada, tell me about that. That's that's like a very nice salsa going on there. How did you come about um, creating that track, I should say? Was it you writing it, or how did that work? No, it was a different, it was a different female writer. Um, the track was okay. actually made very quickly, but the concept of the song is, you know, I feel is letting, you know, the guy know I feel nothing for him more. You know, you have the opportunity and, you know, people always think that until they lose it or until they give up on it, you know, mm-hmm. and basically the song is just, you know, letting the guy know that, you know, you didn't fight hard enough for me or you didn't think I was worth fighting for until, you know, you saw my success, so I feel nothing for you anymore. My heart is as I for you. That's basically what the song uh, represents. A little okay, I'm sure a lot of people can relate to this. <laughs> yes, yes, <laughs> a lot. You'd be surprised. Okay, so Sheena, um, about are you working on any new tracks on a, on a new EP or anything like that that you'd like to share with us? Um, yes, I'm actually working on a song that Pica Brujita. Um, I'm actually mm-hmm. working on the remix of that song. I want to okay. update the rhythm. You know, I'm still looking for the right beat for it in sense. And that's the song that I'm actually really reading. That's a single I'm really working hard on because it actually reflects and lets me know exactly, it lets people know exactly who I am as an artist. And where the urban and Indian and the Latin come together would definitely be on that track. And you know, it talks about girl power. It talks about, you know, it talks about, um, you know, power. It talks about succeeding. It talks about, you know, so many people talk certain things about you or, co- or try to copy, you know, your image and then let them know, you know, you can... Do whatever you want to do, but I'm always going to move forward, look ahead. And, you know, and I represent, you know, you know, a lot of females because I've noticed in the industry there's always so many little females, you know, that aren't given the chance. Mm-hmm. You know, it's more males than anything. And I really wanted to make a change for that, especially in the Latin culture, you know, new female artists, you know, to come out, you know, and, you know, just represent. How do you prepare your, yourself as an uh, as an artist? Because obviously you're a singer and you've got that voice. When you're in the studio, what is what is your one trick? How do you mentally prepare yourself to be in there and be like, look, today I'm Marie. This is what I'm working hard on and this is what I'm going to leave the studio with. How do you, as an artist, get ready for that? Well, all my songs always have a personal touch to it, so almost everything mm-hmm. I sing I've been through. Okay. Um, I I just close my eyes and I put myself in the setting of how I felt the moment, the time that I came up with the song or the time that I chose the song to be on my feet, you know, the lyrics and everything. So I put myself in that moment and I tap myself in that moment because moments count so much no matter how little. So I, I tap myself into that time where I was happy or if it's a sad song or a song that, you know, shows, you know, my little dark side and sense because everybody has one. I tap myself into mm-hmm. those. And you have different characters as well, you know. You know, I have the rapping character, the singing character, you know, where I can sing in bolero, you know. So I just tap myself into those different situations. And I always have hot tea and lemon. Sometimes, as nasty as it might sound, I do have to 
Get an egg, a rotten egg, put it in, put it in a cup, and go ahead and drink it to clarify the voyage. <laughs> so those How are some you, of my preparations uh, that I do that. Okay, okay. Yeah, so I like to know. I like to know, you know, what is it that you, you guys, as as yourself, because people may see you, whoever doesn't know you personally, may just see you as an artist. But at the end of the day, you guys are human beings at the, at the same time, and there's always, you know, something that makes you relatable to us. How, um, I don't know, how, I guess your your fan base, how do you feel about your fan base? How, you know, I obviously you do have a lot of support with everything that you've done. Um, what what would you have to say to them right now? Fan base, I would have to give them a million thanks, Infinity, for just being there for me from the start, from the time that I started on MySpace a few years back to the time now that they've just followed me, you know, and the mm-hmm. different websites that I've been. And, you know, I have to give them thanks because, honestly, you know, a lot of artists forget once they do make the millions that, you know, it's your fans who get you there. It's your fans who put you out there. And you always have to give your best to your fans. And, you know, it's thanking them for just always seeing that and giving me the opportunity to show myself and let them know exactly what I represent, you know, which is a cool, cool metal down artist that, you know, is making the payway for, you know, especially the women out there, you know, that are struggling, that, you know, are moving forward. And what words can say, music always expresses. So I really want to thank them for, you know, for just, being there all the time, and that I do love each and every one of them dearly, even if it's millions. Okay, okay. What do you um? Do you have any performances or anything like that coming up that you know of before the new year? Well, for the news right now, um, we are working on several contracts, several venues. I don't ha- haven't chosen mm-hmm. a certain venue yet because you know I'm still getting the numbers and you know whatever venue I feel you know, for the end of the year to do a performance I can do in. And, you know, the one that can most, you know, help me express, you know, my physical ways is the one that I'll be going with. So we're still, you know, we're still in contract back and forth and still in offers right now. Okay. So, Sheena, I'm going to play another little song. It's called Oh No No. I guess you're, you should be very familiar about it. And, um, yes. and we'll be right back after that so we can talk about that one track. Okay, that's awesome. Nothing to the love we share. 
And that was Oh No No by Sheena Sang. So, Sheena, tell me more about that uh, bachata approach to that song. The other one that we heard was more salsa, more upbeat. This one was definitely another side of you. How, you know, how did you feel putting this together? I actually felt really, really nice putting this together. I felt very confident about the song, felt very good, you know, and um, that song actually had a lot of meaning to me, so... I thought a bachata approach in English, because bachata, you know, there's a lot of romance and everything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so that would actually be a really nice touch, you know, mixing in my Latin side. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it really is, because there's not much um, bachata music, in, I mean, in English, you know, so it really, and it really shows your diversity. You said that you're, you're more into hip-hop and everything, too. Have, um, do you sometimes see yourself doing more Latin flavor tracks? or do you feel that you try to be in sync at the same time with, you know, with your more of your urban side? I like to sing them both together and always, you know, always find a way to be kind of different because music evolves, you know, mm-hmm. and I would think actually the urban Latin pop, you know, the hip-hop side, you know, could evolve eventually into, you know, putting it into salsa and putting it into bachata. You just have to know how to do it, you know, and, and use musicians, you know, and just, put everything together because at the end of the day, urban and salsa and merengue and everything, it's still a Latin culture. It's still Latin. How do you, so I try to put how do you communicate? It's okay. I'm sorry. How do you communicate with your producer to actually put these beats together, you know, just really mixing the, the, these different genres of music? Oh, my God. It's always taking in and putting out. And all these beats just <laughs> sound right. And they'll be like, what do you mean? And I'm like, I hear that little clicking sound, take it off. And, They'll take it out, and we, it's just back and forth of ideas, back and forth. Okay. This is actually pretty cool, you know, back and forth, putting things together, taking in, putting in, playing out, until you come okay. up with the piece that you want that can represent that. Okay, so in, in other words, it's not only his say, but you actually also get to like you you're your hands on with with your B. Just don't give it out and be like, all right, do what you think is best. Oh no no no! I was I didn't. You know, magnet and music. Back when I was young, for three years, I studied music. So I, I try to be as involved in the development of the music as I can, mm-hmm. as possible. So you know, that's okay. something that that I do. So I like to be hands on. You know, if there's a violin that I think it's out of tune, or you know, a drum, a drum kick that's not working, I will be, I will point it out. You know, because not, I can be a bit of a perfectionist. But okay. I have all the sound that I'm looking for, so I, you know, I try to incorporate that to my producers and you know my beat makers as much as possible. And I like to, you know, sometimes I tell them, you know, whatever you, I, the first thing I always do when I have to come up with music, I tell the producers to just do whatever they feel in the beginning. And then sometimes I don't have to do anything because I like the idea so well. And sometimes, you know, I tell them to pick out here or mix more Middle East in there or put some Brazilian drums here. You know, but I like to give mm-hmm. everybody that can go away with it, and if there's any tuning up I feel that should be done, I do the tune-up. Tell, tell us about your, your music studies. How, um, at what age did you begin studying music? I started studying music since the age of five. Okay. Very young age. I started in piano, which piano okay. is actually one of the main bases that, if, you know, if I have any fans out there, anybody that wants to get into music, I would always recommend them to learn the piano. 
piano has all the keys that you need, you know, and it's actually a very, very good basis for beginning in music and getting your musical ear in tune. And then from there, you know, you can do your drums and guitar. But I always help with my piano. So I started piano lessons and everything. Then I started, you know, my stage presence with modeling and then vocal coaching eventually. And I did a lot of theater, actually. So Okay. So you've I, been I an all-around artist. Yes, yes, I did a lot of artist development. You know, because uh, you know, it's happened to me before, for example, Coyote, you know, because, you know, engineers, you know, nothing, nothing ever goes 100% perfect. You know, especially mm-hmm. when it comes to shows like that. And, you know, there's been times where, you know, the music won't play or, you know, there's a problem with, you know, there's technical issues and you have to be able to get on that stage and not do what most artists do, that you get off the stage to resolve. Like, stayed on stage, sang a cappella, talked to the fans, get them hyped up, you know, and be able to, you know, to improvise in situations like that. And, you, if, you know, unfortunately you only get that through, you know, um, development through theater. Okay, so, yeah, that's true. So, that's you know, true. I either a, a very experienced dancer or something like that, somebody that can really, you know, take over the stage. No, yes, like I would suggest, you know, people that are getting into music or people that just want to do dancing or anything, take theater, take acting, learn, you know, because when you go on stage, you do transform. You know, I'm Sheena right now just talking to you one-on-one, chilled. And I totally change when I go on that stage. It's like a different side of me, a different character that I bring out. So, you know, I do suggest, you know, people that want to get into the music and stuff, you know, take your theater, take some acting classes, learn how to improvise because you're going to have to know how to do all those things. There's no, okay. there's no excuse for a bad show. That's my, that's my persona. No excuse for a bad show. You got to improvise and you have to go ahead and do it. Never, always be prepared for the worst. Have time A, B, and try to have the whole alphabet you can in every performance you do. You know, I, I appreciate that what you just said, that, you know, you're just right now just one-on-one being who you are. And I really like, you know, my the process of these interviews, that's what I really like. I want your, your listeners or our audience to really see who you really like, you know. And just you're and as an artist, you know, we, we tend to be humble with other artists or in general because we're very artistic in some way, you know. So I'd like to thank you for that. And, again, thank you for your time, for being on the show and so forth and just really sharing your ideas and, letting us getting to know you a little bit more. And I want to thank, you know, for having me on the show. And the show's actually been pretty cool. You know, it's really nice. There's, there should be more shows out like that. There should be more shows out there like yours. So it's pretty cool. It's pretty, okay. I like the vibe. <laughs> thank you. Thank you, Sheena. So without further ado, you know, keep me updated with whatever you have going on. You know, when you release a new single you're working on, whenever you get your event uh, settled for the new year and things like that, you know. I'll definitely be okay. proud to support you. All right, that's cool, and I'll definitely give you the exclusive on you know a lot of things that I do. So we'll keep in touch, and thank you for having me on the show, Marina. All right, so before you go, real quick, tell people where they can find your music and your videos and so forth. Uh, excuse me, can you repeat? I'm sorry, I didn't hear. Before you go, um, tell people where they can find your music and your videos and so forth. You can find my my videos on YouTube, you know. Uh, you can search me up, Sheena Singh, S-H-E-E-N-A-H, space, S-I-N-G-H. You can also go to my Facebook page, which is facebook.com slash Sheena, S-H-E-E-N-A-H-S. And you can actually Google me and find all my websites. I have seven to eight different websites. I'm also on Instagram, so go ahead and look me up on there, and I will keep, keep you know, look me up. 
keep posted, keep yourself updated, and, you know, and hopefully I get to see my fans, and hopefully, Marina, one day I get to see you as well as in one of my events. <laughs> Thank you. I would look forward to that. Well, you okay. Take care today. All right. All right. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> 